Thank you. We have a all-star list, so I will uh, uh, go go quickly. But first, just to say, this is today is the kickoff day of the second Invest in America uh, tour, uh, and this, along with the president's announcement of the bead program, are our two signature announcements for the in, restart of the Invest in America tour. Uh, but this is particularly important because when the president passed the American Rescue Plan, he wanted to make sure it didn't just pull us out of the pandemic quickly, but that we were able to have a fair and equitable recovery that benefited all of America. And so the state small business credit initiative was really designed less as the rescue types of plans like the PPP and others, and more as ensuring that out of this pandemic, there was equitable growth, equitable wealth and business creation, and that small business owners with good ideas had a chance to get the capital they needed to create the jobs and fulfill the visions that they had. So the state small business credit initiative was essential. Now, this was passed originally in 2010. It was only $1.5 billion, but it did enormous good. This time it was expanded to $10 billion, but there was another very, very important change besides the funds going up. This time for the first time, it included Indian country. It included uh, the tribal governments so that they were benefiting from this initiative, which we call this is called the state small business credit initiative, but perhaps should be the state and tribal small business uh, credit initiative going forward. And uh, while there are different pots of funds uh, one can safely say that over $500 million, which would have been a third of the initial one in 2010, is, is insured to go to Indian country, uh, country and, tribal, and tribal governments. And I will not go through the whole long list, but it is important to recognize that this reflects the largest direct investment in Indian country ever. This is part of $32 billion that went from the American Rescue Plan, from the $20 billion in the fiscal recovery funds to $6 billion for Indian health services to a billion for child care to uh, uh, $700 million for a uh, uh, housing block grant, uh, the, you know, funds for the child tax credit. Uh, we could go on and on. Uh, but we are also really happy to see so many tribal governments did well in things like the Build Back Better Regional Challenge, where uh, uh, you saw a major winner in a competition that had well 600 competing for only 20 slots. Um, so uh, we are really, really proud to make this uh, one of our two kickoff events for the Invest in America tour and proud that the president and Congress made sure Indian country and tribal governments were included in everything, but, but particularly today in the state small business credit initiative. Uh, before we get to our speakers, I want to introduce uh, uh, and have a few words by both um, uh, uh, the vice president's office, and then uh, our our leader at Treasury, uh, Chief Malerba. But let me start by turning to 
uh, Carmel Martin, who is the vice president's uh, uh, chief uh, policy advisor. And the reason this is important is there is no question that our leader on the small businesses on the community development financial institutions that had a historic increase that are helping small businesses, as well as the person championing these American recovery plans for small business has been the vice president. So uh, let me turn it over uh, for a few words from her top advisor, Carmel Martin. Thanks so much, Jean. And thanks to you for your leadership on this initiative. Um, I know that uh, from um, seeing up close and personal that um, the needs of small businesses and supporting our nation's small businesses and uh, has been something you've been working on throughout your career and certainly been helping to drive the president's agenda in this space. And I know you've also had a long uh, career of partnering with tribal communities around economic development issues. So uh, really, really uh, appreciate having you at the helm here for us. I'm also honored to be uh, here with Treasurer Chief Malerba and representing the president and the vice president uh, together. Uh, it's so exciting to have the first Native American to serve as treasurer of the United States and uh, really grateful to all of your leadership. Um, and also grateful to our partners from um, Congress who are here today and tribal leaders for, for joining us, but also for their work in this space. Um, thanks so much. Um, I'm honored to represent the vice president with you uh, today. Um, le less than a year ago, Vice President Harris joined Interior Secretary Halland and tribal leaders for the administration's second tribal nation sub, uh, summit. And there, she spoke to our administration's efforts to reduce disparities across Native communities in education, healthcare, infrastructure, and economic opportunity. Since taking office, President Biden and Vice President Harris have prioritized relationships with tribal nations that are built on respect for tribal sovereignty and self-governance, honoring federal trust and treaty responsibilities, protecting tribal homelands, and conducting regular, meaningful, and robust consultation. And the administration um, has advanced an economic agenda that includes historic levels of funding for tribal communities and Native people, as Jean um, mentioned, not just through the American Rescue Plan, but also uh, $10 million in the bipartisan infrastructure law, over $700 million in the um, Inflation Reduction Act, including expanding insurance coverage to nearly 60,000 additional Native American people. Uh, for the for the vice president, as Jean mentioned, she uh, has helped lead the charge for our administration in terms of small ensuring that small businesses have access to capital, including tribal communities. So this is just a, uh, a very, very uh, top priority for her. She sees small businesses as the backbone of our nation's economy and knows that to succeed in the mod modern American economy, businesses and households require steady and reliable access to capital and financial services. Unfortunately, many tribal communities and native people have long been cut off from these services. So uh, that's why as Senator, the vice president helped to secure $12 billion in funding for the community development financial institutions and minority depository institutions, which has led to the largest infusion of federal capital to native serving CDFIs in history. And now as vice president, she's working with um, 
the president and Gene and other colleagues to make sure that the funding makes its way from various federal community investment programs into the bloodstream of local uh, economies around the country. Through, for example, through the Emergency Capital Investment Program, our administration has provided hundreds of millions of dollars to Native-owned and Native-majority stakeholder depository institutions. The Treasury Department estimates that these investments could increase lending across Native communities by up to $7 million over the next decade. And through the CDFI Rapid Response Program, we've provided tens of millions of dollars to Native communities for immediate assistance responding to the impacts of the COVID-19 pandemic. And finally, through the CDFI Equitable Recovery Program, we've invested tens of millions into dozens of Native CDFIs, helping low and moderate income Native communities to invest in long-term prosperity. So I'm thrilled to be representing the vice president here today to build on these efforts and join Jean and, um, and our treasurer to announce the first ever SSBCI awards for tribal governments, totaling $73 million. This money will support 39 tribal governments in 13 states across the country. These investments will expand access to capital for tribal communities that will allow them to grow their businesses, create jobs, and strengthen our economy. They demonstrate that the Biden-Harris administration has been and will remain committed to addressing economic disparities in tribal communities across the nation. And while today's awards represent an important and sizable portion of the more than $500 million that Jean mentioned in SSBCI funding that will be going to tribal governments, I think I speak for Jean and Chief Malerba when I say I look forward to the administration announcing more of these awards for tribal governments in the near future. So uh, again, thank you all for joining us and I'll turn it back over to Jean. Uh, thank you. And I think one thing we'd all both mention is these funds leverage up to $10 for every dollar. So the 500 million could lead, you know, we expect would lead from, from three to $5 billion in actual uh, increased lending. With that, uh, I'm going to introduce uh, uh, Chief Malerba, though I think she's had a couple of introductions, but just want to make clear that she is the Head of the Office of Tribal and Native Affairs at Treasury. She is the 18th Chief of the Mohegan Tribe, a lifetime appointment. Uh, uh, she has earned a doctor of uh, a doctorate of nursing practice at Yale. But of course, I'm an economic advisor, so I have to highlight that she is the treasurer, meaning she is one of two women, uh, first time ever whose name is on the dollar. So uh, when you're done with this, pull out a Janet Yellen uh, uh, dollar bill and look at the, the treasurer name under there and know that you were just hearing from uh, the woman on the money. So with that woman on the money, the floor is yours. <laughs> well, thank you, Jean, and thank you, Carmen, for your comments. And I, I would just like to thank all of our colleagues today. So thank you all so much for being here. My name is Chief Nettie Hartz, Lynn Malerva from Mohegan, and I am honored to serve as the treasurer of our United States. Before I begin my remarks, I want to underscore this historic moment that we're in. Today, we have gathered leaders from the Biden-Harris administration, from Congress, and from tribal governments to announce funding, which is part of the largest direct federal investment in Indian country in history. 
When President Biden signed the American Rescue Plan into law, he launched a historic commitment to support underserved communities and foster a strong economic recovery. This commitment was a promise made and kept to Indian country. Generations of underinvestment in Indian country have created significant barriers to accessing key wealth building opportunities, including access to capital and other business development opportunities. Native Americans experience a poverty rate twice the national average. These disparities were only made worse by the COVID-19 pandemic. Outside research found that during the pandemic, people living in majority Native communities faced persistently high rates and levels of delinquent debt, nearly half had subprime credit, and some turned to high-cost predatory lenders to meet their financial needs. Further, when the U.S. economy largely shut down at the start of the global health crisis, resulting in the loss of millions of jobs, unemployment among Native Americans surged, reaching nearly 20% in April 2020, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, more than twice the national rate. The SSBCI funding announced today has the potential to serve as a lifeline for tribal communities. Today's plan approvals will enable tribal government, Native-owned, and other businesses within a tribe's jurisdiction to support and sustain a small business ecosystem that creates economic opportunities, not only for tribal citizens, but also their surrounding local and regional communities. These funding decisions were not made in a vacuum. The Treasury Department's Office of Tribal and Native Affairs, which I'm proud to say is the first of its kind here at the department, has hosted over 45 formal consultations and over 300 information and training sessions with tribes to date to discuss and receive feedback on policies and programs, including this one, SSBCI. This historic level of engagement has delivered real results. For example, we worked with 25 tribal governments in California, Oregon, Washington, Idaho, and Arizona, helping them apply jointly through the affiliated tribes of Northwest Indians Economic Development Corporation. Supporting tribal governments as they form consortia in order to more effectively operate new credit initiatives at scale was a key outcome of these tribal consultations, helping to maximize this funding, especially for smaller and more rural tribes. Today's announcement is just one example of how the Treasury Department has significantly increased its engagement with tribes and worked across the Biden-Harris administration in a whole-of-government approach to augment the impact of investments in Indian country. Under this administration, Secretary Yellen became the first Treasury Secretary ever to visit tribal lands when she visited the Rosebud Sioux Tribe in North Dakota. Deputy Secretary Ariamo has also visited Indian country. He met with the Agua Caliente and the Torres Martinez tribes in California earlier this year. During Secretary Yellen's trip, my appointment to become the first Native American treasurer of the United States was announced. Part of my job has been standing up the department's first office of tribal and Native affairs. And I'm so pleased to announce that the first permanent director of this office, Fatima Abbas, is on the call joining us today. This office has helped lead the implementation of other key American Rescue Plan funding streams, including the 20 billion and state and local fiscal recovery funds, which represents the largest ever single infusion of federal funding into Indian country. We've supported the two largest infusions of federal capital to native serving CDFIs in the history of this department, 
to Treasury's Community Development Financial Institution Fund. My office and the entire Treasury Department look forward to continuing to work with tribes being approved today as they receive this critical funding. We're excited to see the impacts of this program in communities across the nations in months and years to come and look forward to the further uh, approval of uh, these funds as we work with other tribes. And so thank you to Kapsalt to Mawish. Um, I'll hand it back over to Jean and thank you for allowing me to speak today. Uh, well, thank you so much uh, uh, for your leadership. You have been remarkable in particular on many things, but this program particularly, and thank Fatima as well for her for her leadership and glad that she is on the phone to help take questions when we're done. But let me introduce now Senator Tammy Baldwin. Uh, I'm so glad that she is on, not only because of the award going within her state, uh, but she was just a great champion of the American Rescue Plan. I won't go through all of those, all of the elements, but uh, uh, you know, she championed the research and development that went to epi epidemiology and geo sequencing research, and really one of the president's favorite parts of the American Rescue Plan, the Butch Lewis Act, which is helping two to three million union workers and retirees get just really life-saving uh, uh, support for their retirements and restoring uh, retirement benefit cuts that are substantial. And again, if not life-saving, certainly saving the dignity of, of people being who have worked their whole lives being able to age with, uh, uh, in place uh, uh, with their families. Uh, but in particular, she has really been a great champion for small business and equitable access to capital. And even if there hadn't been a Minnesota announcement, we would have wanted her as part of this because she played a lead role in this dramatic expansion. Again, not just from one and a half billion to 10 billion for the state small business credit initiative, but was a total champion for ensuring that this time uh, it would be access, it, the f money would flow to tribal governments and to Indian country. So with that, let me turn it to you, Senator. Thank you so much, Jean, and thank you for recounting some of the major accomplishments of the American Rescue Plan. I know that um, 22,000 of those uh, retirees who faced drastic pension cuts reside in Wisconsin and are so relieved to know that they've been made whole by our uh, strong um, advocacy and uh, the administration's uh, support of that work. Um, in, in the United States and in our tribal nations, small businesses are the lifeblood of our communities and of our economy. So small businesses, of course, create and support jobs, but they also bring people together and create a sense of community. In my home state of Wisconsin, we proudly have more than 450,000 small businesses that employ more than 1.3 million Wisconsinites. And one of my favorite parts of being a United States Senator is traveling the state and seeing the innovative work of Wisconsin and native entrepreneurs and small businesses. But I also hear all too often about the lack of access to uh, capital and how uh, that is blocking these small business owners from growing and from thriving. And for those entrepreneurs following their passions and creating a business of their own, the lack of resources can stop them in their tracks. 
So unfortunately, this is particularly true when it comes to our minority-owned businesses and entrepreneurs who face additional obstacles to accessing capital, contracts, and markets. And that's why I was so proud to vote for the American Rescue Plan to invest in our businesses, to support our entrepreneurs, and to spur job growth. This helped us bounce back from the pandemic and is now helping us forge into the future to grow our economy. And today's news builds on that. I am so excited that one of the first announced tribal recipients of the state small business credit initiative is the Menominee Nation. These resources will help establish the Menominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin Business Loan Program, a program that will be run by the tribe for tribal business owners and boosting the tribal economy. The Menominee Nation is a critical part of the Wisconsin story. The Menominee people helped Wisconsin become a state and have continued to play an essential role in our community and our economy. And that is why I could think of no better recipient for this grant to help lead our state right into the future. Now, this particular program will boost existing tribal businesses access to capital and allow them to reach more customers and also help tribal entrepreneurs access the funds they need to get their businesses off the ground. But we know investments like this do not stop at tribal lines or state lines. They are investments in an entire region's economy. They help grow our economy, expand our middle class, and help ensure families can go to bed knowing that they have the economic security that they need. I am excited to see these resources make it to the Menominee Nation and Wisconsin's main streets. So thank you for having me today to celebrate this great news for the Menominee Nation in Wisconsin. And poso meet to Chairwoman uh, Gina Kakak. Uh, I look forward to your words later. Well, thank you so much, Senator. And we literally would not have done this announcement without you. Um, so thank you for your leadership. And I think you pretty much uh, uh, given the uh, introduction to our next speaker, uh, uh, Gina uh, Kakak, a chairwoman of the uh, Menominee Indian Tribes of uh, Wisconsin, who is uh, uh, today uh, receiving award of $2 million, which as we said, will have the capacity to uh, leverage as much as $20 million for, uh, uh, for entrepreneurs. And uh, I, will, I will turn the floor over to you, Chairwoman. All right, thank you. Kosomi Mauniwia. Good morning, everyone. My name is Gina Kakat, and I'm the Chairwoman of the Menominee Tribe. On behalf of the Menominee Tribe, I would like to say welcome and Waiwan, and thank you for everyone joining us today. Uh, we have a great team at Menominee, and some of them are with us today on Zoom and in person here. Um, with me is our tribal administrator, Anne-Marie Johnson. So first and, first, first and foremost, I would like to say, Matt Waiwanen, thank you to the Department of the Treasury for the Menominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin State Small Business Credit Initiative Program application. 
The Menominee Tribe has been awarded two million in funds for which we will use to provide eligible individuals with loans to develop their small businesses. With the partnership and support of multiple economic development leaders throughout the community, led by our Tribal Lending and Taxes Department, the Tribe's SSBCI Loan Participant Program will satisfy customer demand by representing new financial resources and foster new economic development. The entrepreneurs and small businesses of the Menominee community have direct abilities to build our workforce and reduce poverty. Bringing sustainability and growth to the economy, providing these individuals with access to capital can serve as a crucial turning point to the wellness of a business. So we look eagerly forward to the start of the SSBCI loan participation program, and we can't wait to share all of the many positive outcomes to follow. So Matt Trywanen in it. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Chairwoman Kakak. Uh, we really appreciate that. I hope someday to be able to, to, to visit you there. Um, we are now going to change parts of the country and even time zones and go to the uh, Washington 8th Washington, uh, District uh, and their Congresswoman, Kim uh, Schreier. Um, uh, uh, we like to, anybody who uh, has heard the president speak about the American Rescue Plan as much as I have knows he starts every time with, you know, uh, uh, checks in pockets and shots in arms. But he doesn't necessarily claim that he has actually put shot in arms. But as the first pediatrician and a sometime volunteer, clearly, have after the American Rescue Plan was passed, uh, this is a a congresswoman uh, who actually has both funded it and done it uh, herself. And I also uh, want to thank her for her support on other American Rescue Plan issues on preventing child abuse and expanding WIC funding, uh, but obviously for your leadership on the state small business uh, credit initiative um, and, the, um, uh, and its expansion uh, to tribal governments, and you know, very pleased that you have uh, uh, can be here to talk about a couple of the beneficiaries uh, within within uh, the area that you represent. So, Congresswoman, the floor is yours. Thank you, Jean. Uh, that was a very nice introduction. And if I just may, it's a little off topic, but um, while we're talking about vaccines. Uh, I was only able to administer those vaccines because we partnered, uh, our city partnered with the Snoqualmie tribe. Uh, the tribe had leftover vaccines that they did not need for, uh, for their members and so very generously shared those uh, with the broader community. And that was one of the greatest um, uh, partnerships during the pandemic. And it has been my pleasure to go to bat for the tribes. Um, so I want to thank you, uh, Chair Malerba, for inviting me to celebrate this momentous occasion. And uh, I want to give a special thank you to ATNI President Chairman Leonard Forsman and Executive Director Dave Tovey from uh, the affili Affiliated Tribes of Northwest Indians, uh, ATNI, for being uh, here with us today. This is a really exciting, exciting celebration for all of us, as you've heard from previous speakers. But 
um, especially as someone who championed and then voted for uh, the American Rescue Plan. Uh, when I voted for the American Rescue Plan, it was at a time when the American people desperately needed help and bold action to get our economy reopened, get children physically in schools, get shots and arms. And this American Rescue Plan charted our path out of the pandemic. It also did a great deal uh, for small businesses. And as a result of the American Rescue Plan, as you've heard, we have the first ever inclusion of directed, direct support uh, to tribal governments under the State Small Business Credit Initiative. And as you've heard, the program has been there since 2010. This is the first time, though, that there is specific $500 million only for uh, tribal small businesses and enterprises. And that is a huge win. This funding will support Native American entrepreneurs, tribal enterprises, and the development of tribal business credit ecosystems. And it's just a way, another way, of intentionally seeking out traditionally underserved communities uh, as we all still emerge from the pandemic. And it is so, so incredible that this funding will be put to good use. Um, this will not only benefit tribal communities and Native entrepreneurs, but it'll also create critical jobs and economic opportunities for workers and businesses uh, in places all across the country, but from my perspective here in the 8th District in Washington State. So uh, I'm so proud to have been a part of this, and I cannot uh, wait to learn how ATNI in Washington State will benefit, and you are about to hear from some of our leaders. Thank you. Um, thank you so much. And uh, yes, um, we are going to go to uh, two of those leaders right now, um, Leonard Forsman and Dave Tovey. Uh, Leonard Forsman is the president of ATNI. Now, I should, in addition to, to spelling out the acronym, I want to say one of the other innovations in the state small business credit initiative expansion was allowing tribal governments to apply in consortium. So we're very uh, happy that today we're also announcing the first consortium uh, of, of, of 25 tribal governments who apply jointly through the affiliated tribes of Northwest Indi Indians Economic Development Corporation. So if you hear ATNI-EDC, it is the affiliated tribes of Northwest Indian Economic Development Corporation. And again, that was 25 tribal governments that, that applied for and are receiving $22 million. And so our next two speakers are here uh, as leaders of that joint effort. So first we'll hear from Leonard Forsman, uh, who's not only been chair of the uh, 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 Suquamish tribe for nearly two decades, but also serves as the, the current president of ATNI. And then second, after that, we will have Dave Tovey. Dave's a member of the Confederated Tribes of the uh, Umatilla Indian Reservation and serves as the president of the ATNI Economic Development Corporation. So I will let the two of you uh, take the floor to describe uh, this uh, uh, significant award today. Leonard? Hey, my Jean. Thank you to everybody. Thank you to the Biden-Harris administration, the Congress, and the Treasury uh, for having me and Dave on this call. It's a great honor to be here um, to help celebrate uh, this historic uh, investment in Indian country. 
As you've already heard, rescue plan um, included tribes in the small business credit initiative for the first time. And um, we really appreciate um, that initiative um, by the administration and Congress, you know, recognizing the need that, that tribes have is been very disadvantaged through our history uh, for small business creation. And uh, we look forward to that opportunity um, to um, invest more in entrepreneurship and business growth on our respective reservations and beyond. Um, the set aside is extremely important that we don't have to uh, compete um, with the states and that recognizing our sovereign nature um, and our, our historic and cultural and spiritual connection um, to our land and to the United States through our treaties and other executive orders and other agreements. Um, we know that uh, as, as the president of affiliated tribes and Northwest Indians and chairman of the Suquamish tribe, the home of Seattle, um, who was in fact uh, a, a diplomat and uh, entrepreneur in his own right, um, that was with uh, her company from the British government, Hudson's Bay Company, but similar uh, spirit. Um, we know the AT&I EDC, quite a long acronym. Thanks for uh, announcing its its meaning. Um, that uh, is well equipped to uh, handle um, this for a lot of the smaller tribes that we have here in the Pacific Northwest, especially around here in the Salish Sea. And um, we look forward to some of the opportunities. And here in Suquamish, um, it's uh, very um, uh, early in our development, we have some tribal businesses that are pretty um, fairly successful, but we want to empower our individual artists, fishermen, and others that to um, grow their businesses that do exist today, but also introduce them to other opportunities through our partnerships with Kitsap County. Uh, we have a lot of defense contractors here and hope to uh, grow that opportunity potentially, and also um, give them an opportunity in our downtown sector. So. Uh, with that, uh, I just thank you for this opportunity to rebuild our uh, traditional economy here on a reservation and our neighbors as well. And I'll turn it over to Dave to get into more details. Well, thank you, President Foreman. Uh, Tots Maywe, friends and relatives, good morning to you all. I really appreciate this opportunity to, um, to uh, be on this call with you all and uh, this major contribution to our economies. Uh, the AT&I membership uh, mirrors the AT&I um, uh, organization of 57 member tribes in the Pacific Northwest. <clears throat> and as we started working on this project, uh, we were on weekly calls with our treasury, treasury colleagues that have become friends <laughs> over that time, uh, working through all the uh, complexities of as this uh, program could fit into our communities. Um, as that process went along, uh, some tribes that had signed uh, letters of intent had concluded that they needed another partner to help uh, deploy these resources. And as we did that, <coughs> our treasury friends were letting us know of other nearby tribes that weren't in our, in our uh, region, if you will, and our, our ATI membership that we're also interested and interested in us uh, working with them. So we've come up with uh, 22 tribes now uh, working together, putting this uh, project together. Um, during that process, uh, like I said, we were, we were really starting off wanting to just help our member tribes. We weren't necessarily trying to be the regional organization. And once folks were kind of saying, well, could you guys do this for us? <laughs> We'll we'll do as we'll do as you ask. So, 
Uh, it's really been fun to see some of our historic uh, trade routes um, that have been established for uh, a millennia uh, being reintroduced into our communities, uh, tribes uh, and their commerce and opportunities among themselves and with their neighboring communities is just an important aspect. Uh, I think our Northwest tribes are very, very uh, businesslike and very friendly to our, our, our states and our, our local communities. Um, most of which is in rural communities, as you well know. Some years ago, ATI EDC also formed the Northwest Native Lending Network, which is about 15, 16 CDFIs, native CDFIs around the Pacific Northwest, along with lending programs too. And that's been a very helpful thing, just to share knowledge and discussion about programs like this uh, to help build our communities. Um, for our joint allocation, we're uh, doing participation lending. <clears throat> uh, along with a loan guarantee program. So that's going to be very helpful as we work with other local banks and so forth. Uh, I, I can mention a couple projects that we've already processed through the uh, through the system, and that's uh, uh, one to a tribal member who's uh, purchasing a grocery store. As, as you know, it's kind of a food desert sometimes in our communities, uh, being far away from uh, other other service providers and and uh, and areas, but the other one is a tribal enterprise that's going to be building out an energy project. Uh, so, I mean, both those are pretty important aspects that you see of an injection of resources to our community. On here, you'll see uh, Stacy McQuaid Eager. She's our executive director and she's assembled quite a team that's uh, ready to deploy these resources. And it's been nice that we've been able to take time to travel out to all of our participating tribes and meet with them. and. In, in, a, in a tight relationship with them. Now my treasury folks, my other role is executive director for Nikiawe Community Financial Services uh, with uh, a CDFI within uh, Confederate Tribes of the Umatilla Indian Reservation here in uh, Pendleton, Oregon. <clears throat> and they, our board of trustees gave us the opportunity to be the implementing entity for this SSBCI. So uh, treasury also just recently gave us an award of $869,823. It's already, we've already got our first tranche and we're getting ready for our lending too. So I'm just grateful on two levels of both the AT and IEDC and our local NCFS to be uh, uh, in here and being grateful for all your hard work and support for Indian country. Thanks. Well, um, thank you. Thank you so much. And now we will go to our our last uh, uh, last ward that we're highlighting today, uh, which is taking us now to the second district of California. And very, very happy that, that, that Congressman Jared Huffman uh, is with us today, uh, you know, in addition to his leadership on the American Rescue Plan at SSBCI, he has, uh, you know, done so much uh, uh, in this area, including the restoration, one of the largest uh, river restoration projects in American history in the Klamath River. Uh, he has sponsored the Uric Lands Act in Congress. And so I know uh, that today is uh, a good day for him to be able to discuss uh, 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 some of the uh, or some the the new funding going for the state small business credit initiative uh, uh, to those uh, tribes that he has already done so much more. So, Congressman, uh, the floor is yours. 
Thank you, Gene. And it is a great day indeed. I want to thank you and the Biden administration for your historic investments in Indian country, including this uh, state and tribal small business credit initiative that is bringing us good news here today. I represent the most federally recognized uh, Indian tribes in the lower 48, and it is a great honor and privilege uh, to work closely with tribes like the Yurok tribe, California's largest tribe. And I'm so pleased to see them receive a significant grant from the program today. Uh, you mentioned, Gene, that we learned a lot uh, from the COVID pandemic. It opened our eyes to injustices and inequities uh, and really called on us to step up for Indian country in particular. And that's what we've done uh, with so many things in the last Congress, but especially with the American Rescue Plan. So uh, at this point, you've all heard about how impactful this program is for small businesses, entrepreneurs that have been struggling to get by. I won't belabor those points, but I do want to emphasize the magnitude of this for the Yurok tribe. Uh, this is a very remote part of Northern California with high poverty rates, uh, sometimes lacking access to basic services and certainly lacking access to financial services. And uh, through my time in Congress, I've worked closely with the Yurok community. I know their needs. I also know about their incredible contributions to our entire region. They are an integral part of the fabric of my district. And I'm really glad that I could help the members of this tribe get this leg up that they deserve. So uh, with that, Gene, again, thanks to you and the administration. And I'm really honored to pass it off to uh, Yurok Tribal Council member, Toby Van Landingham. Uh, well, thank you. Well, well uh, thank you so much. And, and Toby, I, I will uh, uh, I will let you uh, uh, as we're near the end. I will I will let you take the floor without further introduction. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Gene. Uh, thank you, Congressman Huffman. Um, that's one of the great things about being the last one. Everything's already been said, so this should be quick and easy. Um, no, thank you. This is this is like uh, Congressman Huffman said. This is a a huge um bolster to to Yurok and our surrounding communities but yes first off toby van landingham i'm a, a second term council member for the Yurok tribe and a former um, president of the Yurok alliance cdfi um yeah there's uh there's always been times where especially during covid people wanted to work for themselves and be self-supportive and not have to rely on a job that was there or not there and 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 it's hard to be able to help people when you don't have access to the type of capital that is needed. Um, and, you know, the past five and a half years, this tribal council for Yurok, we've really tried to bolster independence and, and self-sovereignty for our membership, um, build our uh, build our economy here on the reservation to 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 have that circular economy where we can keep that money on the reservation and build services and infrastructure for our people. Um, this is a, a $1.4 million is a huge uh, uh, asset for the, the Yurok Alliance CDFI because now we have, we don't have to rub pennies together to be able to help one or two people. Now I think we're gonna be able to help uh, multiple people at the same time to really watch the uh, the economy grow. So the Alliance CDFI, uh, they've established a program to bolster government-owned enterprises as well. So it's 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 huge. I mean, you know, this is uh, 
this was something that was much needed and I cannot really express on behalf of UROC how impactful this is going to be for our membership in the years to come. And I appreciate uh, the Biden-Harris administration and everybody at the Treasury and Congressman Huffman for, for getting this approved. Um, yeah, it's just an amazing thing. Thank you. Um, thank you. Th thank you, Toby, uh, it, you know, for everything, you know, your leadership uh, um, uh, on, on so much for the, uh, you're a tribal council for the um, agriculture corporation for all you do. And it's going to be very exciting to be able to come back and and meet with uh, some of the small businesses that are up and going uh, uh, or expanding due to these funds. Um, uh, if there is interesting questions, we'll now go to that part. I'll turn it back to Harris. I will say that we will also have on the call with us uh, Ron uh, Kelly, who uh, works with uh, Jeff Stout at the um, State Small Business uh, uh, Credit Initiative. Uh, uh, leadership and uh, Fatima Abbas. And again, I, I really cannot thank uh, Chief uh, Malerba and Fatima enough. They have brought a level of expertise and devotion and dedication every day that has just uh, uh, made this, uh, uh, this, this whole commitment uh, uh, um, so much more successful because of them. So thank you.